welcome to this week's episode of Torah Conversations, where we discuss the Torah portions read in synagogues all over the world from a messianic and Christian perspective for Christians to connect with the Jewish roots of their faith. This week is a little bit different. I'm just going to be having a short chat with you guys, and we're going to be looking at the portion of Vayeshev, which means "and he dwelled." It's from Genesis 37 to 40. So I pray that the Holy Spirit will touch your heart and change your life. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of Torah Conversations, where we discuss the Torah portions read in synagogues all over the world from a messianic and Christian perspective for Christians to connect with the Jewish roots of their faith. This week is a little bit different. I'm coming to you on Shabbat morning of the twelfth. It's been a very busy week, so I'm just recording the episode now. I thought instead of the usual interview or teaching, we would just have a cup of coffee together and chat. Now this week is a special week because it begins the eight-day holiday of Hanukkah since the evening of Thursday the tenth. Now I want to talk a little bit about Hanukkah, and I want to talk about the subject of servant leadership in the kingdom. Now Hanukkah commemorates the rededication of the Second Temple during the time of the Maccabean revolt against the Seleucid Empire, who desecrated the temple by sacrificing a pig. Not very good, and the Maccabees threw a revolt and miraculously won. And they rededicated the temple, and tradition records a miracle where they found a small jug of oil that could only last one day, but it lasted eight days. It was a miracle—the miracle of the oil. So, in this holiday, people tend to eat a lot of oily foods like donuts and latkes. Very unhealthy, but very good. Um, there's also a game that's played called dreidel, which is a small gambling game with a four-sided spinning top that has the letters nun, gimel, hey, and shin, which stands for nesgadol hayasham. Great miracle happened there. Now that the Jews are back in the land, the Israelis have replaced the letter shin with. Pay, as in Nesgadol Hayapo, great miracle happened here. Now the word Hanukkah means dedication. Jesus himself, we know, celebrated this holiday, as we read in John ten verse twenty-two. Says then came the festival of dedication at Jerusalem. It was winter, so we know that this holiday happened in winter time, and it was the festival of dedication. So, dedication of what? The temple. It's the holiday of Hanukkah. It was also then that Jesus revealed to his disciples that he and the Father are one. Now, this holiday has always been associated with light. So, during these eight days, Jews would light. Candles every night, starting with one candle on the first night, adding one each night until the eighth night, when all eight candles are lit. So the light increases each night. The candles are placed on a special nine-branch menorah called the Chanukiah, with eight of the branches for the eight candles being lit every night, and a special ninth branch called. 
the shamash, which is the servant candle. Now, each night, the servant candle would be lit first, and the servant candle is then used to light all the other candles. So we see this picture of the Messiah, he who comes from the highest place, the highest of heavens, he who is someone totally other than, came not to be served, but became a servant of all to kindle our light. John 8.12 says, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Philippians 2.6, the Messiah Yeshua, who in the very nature of God did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that's above every name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus the Messiah is Lord to the glory of God the Father." Now, this brings out a very important lesson about leadership, in particular, kingdom leadership. Kingdom leadership isn't about domination and control, but about servanthood. Being a leader is primarily about being crushed and made into the likeness of Jesus the servant. And it's about being the light and lighting up the world. And Matthew 5, 14 says, You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So by consistently coming to Jesus, we get our light kindled within us so that we can shine the same light in this dark world. And this is how we lead others to the Father. Because it says, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So the way that we shine our light actually leads people to God. John 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. Talking about Jesus. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Verse 9, the true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. So light does not need to dominate or control. 
Simply by shining, darkness cannot stand it. So, as kingdom people, we lead every day in our spheres of influence, people around us every day, and that is the realm of our leadership. We lead by becoming like that servant candle to kindle the light in their lives, not to be served, but to serve. And by serving, we increase in our authority. And this brings us to this week's Torah portion from Genesis 37 to 40. It's the first part of Joseph's story. Now, Joseph is, of course, a picture of the Messiah of Israel. In the last portion, we saw a nation born in a day after an all-night wrestling match with God. We saw Jacob turning into Israel. And now, out of this nation, this family would come a leader of the family, a king to reign over Israel and the nations. Joseph had a dream that his whole family would bow down to him, but his brothers did not appreciate it and despised him and wanted to kill him. They sold him to slavery and took his robe back to Israel, Jacob, and convinced him that Joseph was dead. Likewise, the Messiah, the chosen king, was despised when he first announced himself as Messiah and was then crucified. He didn't complain, but said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And in the story, we don't see Joseph complaining either. Until this day, Jesus is mostly despised in Israel. Instead of his real Hebrew name, Yeshua, they call him Yeshu, which is an acronym for meaning may his name and memory be obliterated. But even then, he never ceased to show kindness and shine his light through the Messianic community, the believing remnant. And there is a revival happening right now among the Messianic congregations where people from all backgrounds are coming to faith in unprecedented measures And he's determined that he would not return until all Israel says, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And we know that Israel's acceptance of the Messiah will mean life from the dead. That's physical resurrection. But even now, a smaller number of acceptance means worldwide revival and the Spirit being poured out in unprecedented measures. This is what a small amount of light can do. So through servanthood, Jesus' name and fame is increasing on earth. And we see Joseph's favor increase in exile as he served. And he was accused of things that he didn't do. And he was thrown into prison. I mean, he was a righteous man, but falsely accused. And even in prison, he never stopped serving. He was a righteous man, but falsely accused. Likewise, the Messiah was righteous, sinless, but accused of blasphemy. He was put on a cross. And we see that even in prison, Joseph never stopped serving. He kept interpreting dreams, and eventually he was summoned by Pharaoh to interpret his dreams and was then made visor of Egypt. And later on, in the time of famine, everyone sold their properties and later on themselves to Joseph as slaves for seed. 
And Joseph was eventually reconciled with his family, which we're going to read in the next couple of weeks. So likewise, the Messiah was crucified, descended into hell and took the keys of the enemy. And now all authority in heaven and on earth belongs to him. And by the way, I find it interesting that the Gentiles bowed down to him before his own family did. And even though right now it's mostly the Gentile nations recognizing Messiah's authority, there's a time coming that all Israel will be saved. All of them will bow down to him as king. So this is the kind of king we have, a servant leader. We submit to him by allowing him to serve us and then serving him and others the way he served us. And this is what I wanted to talk about. And of course, this portion only ended with Joseph in prison. It's only the first part of the story. But in future episodes, we're going to have more guests to discuss the story of Joseph and hear their stories of being transformed by this servant king. So thank you for listening to this very quick and short episode. It's rather different, but if you enjoyed it, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all major platforms. And you'll be the first to be notified every time a new episode is out. And like I said, I'm recording this episode on Shabbat, so chances are by the time you're listening to this, it's probably not Shabbat anymore. But still, I'd like to encourage you to read this portion, Genesis 37 to 40, four chapters, and take the rest of the Hanukkah holiday to reflect on our Messiah, the servant king. And what a time to do this in Christmas season as well, right? So have a blessed weekend, and we'll see you next week.